yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. I was going to do a cold start and that fucked me up. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about, like, yeah, what's the about? honorable way of yeah. making jokes? <laughs> Damien's honorable, and if they can't defend themselves, he won't make the joke. Which, which is true. smart. Well, yeah. it's decent. Like, yeah. And there's got to be, you know, that's that's my niche market. Mm. Is, there's no is, room for decency in this world. <laughs> that's why I'm making it my niche. That and puns, you know. <laughs> and that's why so, I chose <laughs> to come back. This is Stand Up Dads. This is Rob and Mike. And we have special guest Damien Harmony with us today. Hello. And if you remember that name, he was here with us on the autism episode, mm-hmm. which actually got a lot of good feedback on. Oh, cool. So, it's the episode with autism, by the way. Again, you yes. want to put the person first. The episode so. with autism. There you go. About yeah. autism. Yeah. And I was on it that's probably what also made it a, yeah. a one that get downloaded more <laughs> it, was, it was the one episode that didn't bring up harry potter yeah <laughs> and you brought it up this time yeah mm, it's starting to can happen you get a timestamp yeah. it's Loophole. starting to happen <laughs> yes. yeah. i can edit that out uh-uh. <laughs> we're starting off the year well not on a down note talking about miscarriages and kind of family planning where uh, how is that not a down note it like, is a down yeah. note. yeah i'm trying to kind of a down like, note. if it's not a down <laughs> note you're, you're a really messed up person if it's not a down well, note like <laughs> yeah. oh thank god you're like that's it's not a down note when yeah. you get to be like i think when you get to be like 90 or 100 and you're just like it doesn't matter it's just life because yeah. people yeah. are like <laughs> there is that but prior to that prior yeah. to that you're I, sad. I say it's a downer yeah yeah right. well uh, on the upside our yeah. bad dad is a funny one okay. yeah because for a while we were getting really bad we're like dad kills infant dad oh, really? killed you know and it was just horrible oh, yeah just makes it was me like, up. yeah it's too much uh, we just got done <laughs> laughing at dick jokes and now <laughs> and then okay so we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs> no, they end it all oh we were talking about what it's like to plan for having a kid and then suddenly it doesn't happen mm-hmm. um we all i think have known people that have had miscarriages or mm-hmm. couples yeah. that are dealing with it we, we went through it yeah we went through it and it, it's it sucks because you're i don't know it, it was early on both mm-hmm. times but it's one of those things where you, we were totally like you were like, down for having a kid yeah and yeah. i it, i would have had a kid in my 20s mm-hmm. on both of those oh, as really? opposed to 30s so yeah back. and yeah. it, it would have been completely different and yeah. it's just one of those things you're so excited you're not thinking in terms of oh you're supposed to wait past the three or four months so that you know so we're already like excited and telling everybody and planning and (laughs) buying stuff and so you already have like a nursery set up well starting well yeah just starting looking at things maybe getting the worst to then get rid of the stuff you know and and feel like don't want to try again and it's kind of what led us to think that we couldn't have kids after the second after time too yeah 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 you start to see a pattern yeah and also like the first time you're like okay that's awful but sure you know freak things happen and on, honestly it's yeah. a four in ten chance like in in some places so you know then you're like okay well let's let's try again but the second time you're like oh, what the hell yeah 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 and then and then you know the doctors the first time they do say like well sometimes it's like you know it's it's like the body you right. know it wasn't right but it's it's <coughs> prepping itself right but True. then like you said then the second time's like what the you yeah. know like that's yeah now it's not okay I mean, that's gotta be that tough again. on the relationship Oof. yeah what did you do wrong i mean does that ever cross through your head it didn't it was just pure sadness yeah. it was just sadness yeah i didn't think anything of like 
whose fault it was or not. It 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 was a lot of being like just angry at God or whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. just why, why? Sure. You know, it's it just it just sucks. Were like, you guys no. engaging? If I may ask, were you guys engaging in any kind of like risky behaviors either? No. No. Right. So no. So yeah, there's, the, there's really nothing to lay the blame on. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> you yeah, know? you could say like, oh, we shouldn't have kept yeah bicycling or like right. you know yeah we weren't doing anything yeah heroin's like a bad idea oh yeah yeah three months. nothing like exactly. that <laughs> yeah middle three it's fine yeah, yeah. exactly so. <laughs> that's pain management right yeah. right, right. Uh, but, you got to right off it's fine yeah and well and the thing is of course you know and rightfully so the woman gets all a lot of the sympathy and attention mm-hmm. but the guy i could imagine would still be pretty fucked up it and sucks. no one really thinks yeah. about him, I would think. I mean, yeah, I, I I can't speak directly to it, but I've known people who were the guy didn't know where to put those feelings. Sure, because again, she's it's her body. Yep. It's, yeah, there's there's so much wrapped up in it, and ninety percent her carrying the load on that. Of course, you know? yeah. and then so there's kind of no vocabulary for it for the men. yeah. No, I mean, so. a friend of mine I've known since I was shit eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know, they went through a series. Of, God. I lost count of the number of miscarriages they had. Yeah. And it was funny because I was, you know, I mean, after a point, we kind of stopped sending condolences or anything because we we're mm-hmm. like, I don't think they want to see this shit anymore, you know. Yeah. But I also remember feeling like shit because I'm like, well, I never really talked to him about it or gave him the opportunity. I just figure yeah. I'm a big believer of let pe- treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but unfortunately, my answer to most things is leave me the fuck alone <laughs> oh. so yeah. i assume people want to be left the fuck alone right <laughs> right so that's see that's the downside to the golden rule exactly is yeah. like if you're a, a a hermit or a malcontent yes. or a lunatic who runs around beating people to death while wearing bugs bunny costumes <laughs> like it just doesn't work well you know whereas if you go to the confucian one if don't do to people what you don't want done to you it's much more chill this is true ah. so, yeah, yeah. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is true. It's like, well, yes, I want someone to try to kill me while I try to kill them. Right. You know, it's a, you just, you know, I'm going to exhibit my kink onto everyone, you know, and it's like, oh, oh, that's, I mean, you are following the golden rule, but yeah. yeah. I want a bunny costume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, that was, I went to SACCON for the first time the other day, and that Which was is... people walking around and showing nice. their, their kink to everyone. <laughs> like, I didn't have Olivia, and I always, like, I like the Comic-Cons around here, the, mm-hmm. the regular Comic-Cons. I've never been to the SAC one, so mm-hmm. I was like, the anime one. Yeah. So I was like, well, I wanted to check it out and just see, like, it, it will be all right for her. And How old is she? She's nine. Oh, so, it's perfect. You know, yeah, I was. I, I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> the way they were dressed up, and I'm, I'm kind of like on the fence. Okay, it. but I like <clears throat> the art and stuff. I right. could see her liking yeah, that. The art, but she's. <laughs> well, no, I do. No, but, I just remember but your it's head so being on a anime. swivel at the. <laughs> San Jose Con we went to. Oh, yeah, that San Jose Con was, <laughs> was a Was that the furry one. con? Or? No, no, that oh, one wasn't the a different furry one. one. Yeah. Was a That's also in San Jose, though. The oh, furry con? The furry con. Yeah, it was a huge one. I know because the volleyball team for my school has a tournament down in San Jose every ah. year. Ah. And for the first couple of years, they Coincided. kept ending up at the same hotel as the furry con. <laughs> <laughs> And then they started booking somewhere else. Like, Probably a good idea. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a barrier method, you know. So yeah. It's, it's fine. Well, Mike, I saw something the, there yeah. I, I hadn't seen before, which which is rare. You know how they have the the LARPers, right? The yeah. LARP, live action, action role, role players. players. Yeah. They had this other one, and I don't 
I couldn't tell what they were. If, I don't know if they were called loppers or what, but they were guys that were out there pretending to battle. Oh, boffers. Boffers. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fun. It was hilarious. They were so serious. Yeah. And they had oh, people yeah. lined up to do it. Yep. And and what they have is they have, they, they have these big, like, padded things. swords? And they try to attack each other. Yeah. Those things over there. Okay. Yeah. But they were, like, fully padded. I thought that was ones. part of LARPing. Yeah. Uh, no, it's an offshoot. So uh, it used to be like I, uh, my friends and I did it in a very low rent kind of way. Sure. Yeah. They would get PVC pipe and yeah. foam rubber and duct tape, and we just wrap it all up. And they would shape and make dozens of weapons, and we called them mosh weapons. Like okay. this is like yeah. before yeah, they it beat happened. The hell out of each other. Oh, they beat the shit out of each other. Do them yeah. out of cardboard. Oh my god. Yeah. You know the yeah, cardboard. There's some little kids. One little out. kids were in there trying to play. And oh it was, yeah. They were merciless. To them. Yeah. Oh, I think that like, like fun. right in the oh, face. So like, yeah. I, what I can't deal with it is like with the LARPers, the guy that magic missile, magic missile, magic missile. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. Like if he at least had a card that he would throw gambit style. Yep. Like, uh, what he had so you was could see like, something uh, go. no, he had like a pouch with like, they were like the, uh, you know, those little poppet things. You throw oh, the that's cool. But I don't think they were popping yeah oh see then just, then yeah and with like magic th- missile it automatically hits so you need yeah. something that also always automatically hits yeah. okay so, yeah i think so. it was sort of like heavy cotton balls i mean it just uh. looked i and i just and of course he was the larpiest of the yeah, that's not yeah. fair i mean i don't know i think it would be hilarious and fun to do mm-hmm. so i'm not bagging on it oh, i got but, friends who do larping like yeah. i it's yeah. not my you know it, it's kind of my my thing about i my rejoinder to most things is well i like broccoli <laughs> and it's like you know, I I don't I don't like cauliflower as much as my brother does, but I like broccoli quite a bit. So I don't like larping personally, but hey, man, go for it. That's yeah. awesome. The yeah. way it works is yeah. to me, there's always there's levels of nerddom, yep. and everybody's got their own. And so the people who are larpers are looking at us going, "Oh, yeah. I'm like <laughs> lightweights. Oh, I'm like those nerds." And yeah. then I'm like, "Ooh, they have some more comics over here." And yeah. like, oh, look at that guy! Like, right? How dare you? This this isn't nerdy. Right? Like, let me talk to you about it. I'm <laughs> normal. If you're into this more than me, you're crazy. And if you're into this less than me, then you're not big enough. It's totally yeah. it's that. definitely it's a hierarchy. So that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we can all agree that mimes are on the lowest rung, so. <laughs> yeah. right, right below podcasters, right, <laughs> <laughs> who are just below puppeteers because of the new uh, Dark Crystal. So <sighs> talking to ourselves, and yeah, has yeah. it has that come out already? Yeah. So the Dark Crystal series, yeah, it's out on Netflix. Okay, and it's amazing. Like I'm going to oh. spoil episode seven for y'all. <laughs> um, there's a Skeksis living with a mystic. Did they use the same animation, like the same... The same puppeteering? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the Henson Company. But what they did, I was watching it with some friends uh, and my kids, because my daughter's super into this. Yeah. I they, they said, and now we're going to tell you of how things came to be. And they, I turned to my friends. I'm like, wouldn't it be hilarious if, if they did it as puppetry? And then they did it as puppetry. Awesome. <laughs> so it was puppets doing puppets. And that was three Whoa. weeks ago I saw that, and I'm still geeking out over it. And it was so well done. It was shadow puppets and all kinds. Of, oh, my God, it was amazing. Wow. So that's episode seven of it. But, yeah, it was it was good. But, you know, anybody who's not into it as much, it's just lightweight. But anybody who's more into that than me. Just yeah, now, crazy. You, now you're strange. Yeah. yeah, now you're crazy. Yeah. It's totally that. Yeah. yeah. It's like that old Carlin bit where he would talk about oh, anyone yeah. who drives faster than you is a maniac. Yes. And anyone who drives slower is a fucking idiot. <laughs> right. Or my stuff, totally. but you have shit. Yeah. You know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. How did we veer off into this yeah. from miscarriage? Because anyway. it's really uncomfortable to talk it about miscarriages. Really yeah. So yeah. why we're doing this. Especially uh, as three guys. Like, I know. Yeah. But again, it's it's the, God, to, to borrow from Betty Friedan, like it's it's the the pain that has no name. 
you know, yeah. like she talked about, you know, being a woman in the fifties and it was a, an issue that had no name. And, and of course she completely blocked out all the people of color and all the gay <laughs> folk. But, uh, so, you know, she's doubly doing it, but like, you know, there's not that much talk about what a man suffers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, on the one hand, I don't want to take from what's, you know, a very real and, and concerning thing that women are going through with this. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you had planned to be a dad mm-hmm. and then you don't get to be like, that's yeah. a lot of feelings. Like this is going to sound weird and it's, it's kind of tangential, but, um, my grandma died earlier this, uh, just, just last month. Mm. Um, and I was driving down to say goodbye to her cause they pulled the plug and three hours to get down there. Right. And I'm preparing the whole time to say goodbye. My mm-hmm. sister and I are in the car. We're preparing to say goodbye. We're sharing stories. We're kind of stealing our resolve. And we get there and they pulled the plug and she's still doing all right. She's still living. And she was cognizant. And she was able to. And, wow. and we had to leave like an hour later to get back up here to get our kids from school mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh. And it's like there's I don't want to say I was disappointed, but there's like this buildup of yeah. I, OK, yeah. I'm ready. Here we go. And then that gets diverted. Or that yeah. gets yeah. Um, deferred, and then she died a couple of days later. Uh, yeah. So, well, as as yeah. expected, but but everybody was like, "Oh my God, she's doing so well. Maybe she'll turn it around." Yeah. But it was it's that that odd disappointment of yeah. expectation, not like I was emotionally disappointed that Grandma didn't sure. die. Yeah. But I was I had expected to say goodbye, and then I didn't get to. Yeah. yeah. Well, my dad had his yeah. big one. I was really uh-huh. grateful that my cousin was there. She was a nurse, mm-hmm. and you know we decided. Because he was brain dead, but he was physically doing okay. Right. And, you know, we had to make the decision because, you know. Yeah. And she pulled me aside and said, just know, this Mm -hmm. is not like TV. Right. He's not. He ain't coming back. Well, it's just when they pull the plug, it's not like he's not going to flatline right away. He could fight. He could like look like he's struggling. Right. Be ready for that. And I'm so glad because it was exactly like she said. But he didn't go a couple days. It was just like a half hour or something like that. Yeah. Man, I'm glad she said that because had she not, I'd be oh, like, yeah. "What's wrong? What's you know?" Right? Yeah. Someone did give we, me a pillow. Did we jump the I gun? Mean, fucking something. Yeah. 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 Seriously. So, I mean, there's you know, death is obviously one of those things. You know, even if it's even if you're ready for it or yeah. whatever, doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. No. Yeah. Unless you know someone you wanted to go. Uh, but <laughs> even then, there's feelings that go with that. You know, there are. Sure. Yeah. You just deal with it in different ways. This is but. true. But yeah, yeah, first, think, yeah, yeah, with the miscarriage, the thing was mostly like you also had to be there for like I had to be there for my ex, you know, because mm-hmm. she was she had it worse because she was yeah. going through the physical pain sure. of it and the feeling. So, like, I mean, that does what make it where it is where you're you're kind of deferring it and then mm-hmm. trying to like not really think about it. And I think that but it, you can't get around that they're they're going through double so anything that helped you through <clears throat> that. God, man. I mean, it's been a while. So. It's been a while. I don't know. It's one of those things where people try to talk with you and they try to explain. And it's not the type of thing I think where a shared experience <coughs> even helps, I think, sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's just time. It really was just time. That ends That's up being it. it. Yeah. Because, yeah. know, you know, I know my mom had talked about it, you know, having one. and My mom had one. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it doesn't, yeah, for some reason, common. it doesn't yeah. resonate as the same, you know, because you're like dealing with you know, the selfish, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. your self-centered thing of like, well, but you know, I, I this was right now, you know, and right. time. That's the only thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was an article I read that said like one quarter of women 
pregnant women go through miscarriage, yeah. which seemed really high. Well, it, that's also <laughs> takes into account fertilized embryo didn't implant. Sure. Oh, okay. So, uh, it, I mean, it like for instance, um, you think uh, it'll be higher then. Yeah, well, I think that's what brings it up is sure. because, like, you know, if you're measuring your ovulation, and yep. you know exactly the hour you ovulated and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you've got fertility problems, you tend to measure the ovulation, and then you're like, okay, well, now's the time. Let's get it going, and da 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 And then you're testing more often, yeah. and you can test positive, and then uh, you end up uh, – so there's false positives. Got it. Um, but then you can also uh, test positive, and then suddenly you get your period, and it's a heavy flow, and it just it didn't implant. And that can be a two-day sure. miscarriage. Got that it. still counts, yeah. you know. And okay. and especially if you have trouble with fertility, like that that ends up be, that ends up being its own blow. You know, it's like I was, oh man, we got there and then we didn't. You know, and it's, yeah. it's it was literally four cells kind of thing, but yeah. it still counts. You know, so so there's plenty, probably plenty that do go unreported because people don't know. Yeah, but well, you know, Kim and I were having rough at times with it. We never had at least as far as we know, but mm-hmm. she was really quick to go back to the dock and like, God damn, I'm going to jerk off in there again. <laughs> oh God, that was an awful room. <laughs> but you know what killed me about that is like no one there has a sense of humor. Because <laughs> they're tired of it, man. Yeah. Like, oh, every guy's, I mean, every open micer has a blowjob joke. Every, <laughs> every guy going know. into the uh, fertility <laughs> clinic has a jerk off joke. I remember the second time I went in, <laughs> uh-huh. they gave me the same video. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I was glad I got this. I wanted to see how it turned out. And she <laughs> just gave one, me though. the total deadpan. Like, <laughs> right. The room's over there. You're yeah. in room two. Like, you have half an hour. <sighs> that is actually a really later. good one. I mean, she should have given you like, that's a clever, a clever play yeah. on it. And I'll never get over the fact that in the magazines, because of all the smut they had, they uh-huh. had a lowrider magazine in there. Someone that's okay. off to Lowrider Magazine. I mean, they mm. have attractive women in there, but yeah. I'm going to need more than that. Well, it depends. You know, different strokes for different yeah. folks. So, yeah. So, how long between miscarriage and you having Oli? Uh, let me think. I got to work on my transition. Probably like, God. <laughs> you missed a pun, so. Or. Oh. Okay, what was the pun? Probably. Different strokes for different folks. Uh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we'll discuss later that Davian runs the Capital Punishment Show at yeah. Luna's every month. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, about you said four years, something like that. Yeah, we okay. waited a long time <clears throat> but between each one. You mm-hmm. know, we yeah. waited a long time. But then again, we also thought, you know, that the, the doctors kind of lean towards like you you probably can't, you know, and right, then, just then to minimize disappointment. I guess, and then you know, and then with Olivia, then it was like you know a miracle, and then we didn't want to mess with nothing. Sure, sure. I don't know. I think I talked on the podcast before about this, but they were pushing because I was. 37 and she, she she was my ex was turning she was 35 mm-hmm. so she was already in the uh-huh. geriatric pregnancy they <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're within that age yeah. now where people worry so then yeah. they put all these things on us and and they you know one day we were in there and it was like when you're at a auto mechanic and they're like mm-hmm. trying to upsell you they're like well you know oh, her yeah. head is too big right. for this week we need to do this shot and i'm like well what's this shot well to to determine if she's got downs i'm like mm. we don't care and oh, they're that's like the and and it was a giant a giant needle and they're like well but this this is how we can tell i'm like well mm-hmm. we don't care and i'm like is there any possibility with that causing a, a miscarriage and like oh it's like point zero zero and we're like no and they were like arguing with us like you need to do it i'm like why if the whole point is just to tell me if she has it and i'm telling you we don't care right. we're gonna keep her so why by the end of it, they got mad because I'm like, how do you know her head's too big anyway? And they're yeah. like, oh, because of the week that mm-hmm. she's at. And I'm like, 
well, that's based on the date I gave you, right. which I pulled out of my ass. So <laughs> can I give oh. you another date? Would that change it? And they're like, yes. I go, well, then change the date. And they're like, we can't do that. Oh, I'm like, wow. what? I go, you can't do it? Like you, And he's like, no, no, you can't change the, the date. I'm like, wow. ridiculous, man. Yeah. And I'm like, they must get, I mean, is that like pure profit? Like yeah, do you sell know. three of them and you get like... Well, I mean, it eliminates a, a lot of stuff, day? but that also brings up, you know, what do you do if you do find there's something wrong? My kid, my wife was like 40 when we had him. Mm-hmm. And that's know, also in that that range totally of worry. Yeah. And then, you know, she wanted another and I'm like, I don't, we already gambled on this one and he came out perfectly fine. I don't yeah. want to push my luck. Yeah. And, you know, not that I wouldn't love a kid with downs or some other yeah, disability. It's just, I no, I'm not going to be around forever. And if I was independently wealthy and I could make sure that that kid was taken care of, I would be like, probably be a lot more open to it. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen, you know, I remember we had a friend of the family who had a son with Downs and the mom was like in her late 70s still taking care of this 40-year-old guy with Downs. Yeah. And it was horrifying because he was violent. And, you know, he, for yeah. the most part, he was great. But he, there were times where she would be, you know, black and blue. Right. And it's like, oh, he got a little out of hand. And it's like, she's not going to be around forever. Who's going to look out for him? Mm-hmm. They weren't yeah. wealthy. And it's just, yeah, you know, if you have fuck you money, yeah, go ahead. Right. But if you don't, you know, and then it's like, so what do you do? Do you abort based on that? Do you put it up for adoption? I mean, yeah. it's just there's so many things. Yeah. Because then you get into what, what I'm going to use the word flaw for lack of a better term mm-hmm. or defect. Sure. What defects are abortable? What what defects are haveable? What, yeah. you know, and, and that's going to be. I mean, I say I like broccoli. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of sure. different people coming to different conclusions for all kinds of very valid reasons. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, and then you get into genetic editing. You get into, I mean, essentially you get into a level of eugenics. Totally. Uh, which is very uncomfortable as an historian. Yeah. yeah. So especially considering the first people on the lists, uh, the first people that Hitler went after were the disabled. Yeah. I mean... You know, he he used very specific phrases. And Is that so, what eugenics means? What does eugenics mean? Because I'm going to pretty be much ethnic cleansing in a way. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's even worse. Um, on a, yeah, yeah, because uh, eugenics is essentially based on the flawed science of social Darwinism. Yeah, and it's uh, it's an American thing mostly. Like uh, there were American scientists who got it from a few Russian scientists, but then they brought it to America and were like, it's essentially like pseudoscience that explains white, that helps explain why white people are supreme. And like, it's a step above phrenology, but only half a step above, you know, the one where you feel people's bumps on their heads. And then the German scientists who were racists liked it a lot and they brought (laughs) it over to the National Socialist Party of Germany and and Hitler was like, oh, I like the cut of their jib. This is perfect. And it's this idea of essentially breeding out the bad traits. And if someone was born with bad traits, then you eliminate them so that they're no longer in the gene pool. Uh. So it's it's what we do to breed dogs turned on to humans. Mm. The difference is dogs aren't sentient, so yeah. you know there's there's a lot more wiggle room with that. But you turn it on to humans, and it leads to ethnic cleansing, genocide, yeah. and the first people always targeted are are the disabled because it's there's this ableism that goes into it where they assume oh they're not going to live a full life because they're 
wheelchair bound or they're not going to live a full life yeah. because they have diminished mental capacity or, 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 yeah. or, or, you know, and it's, it leads to forced sterilization that lasted up until the 1990s on the East coast. That Holy blows God. my mind. Oh, it's, insa- it's insane. I didn't even know that. There's a great yeah. book called Choice and Coercion. I forgot the author, but uh-huh. um, it, it talks about the, the steril- forced sterilization of black women specifically who were arrested for, for any number of crimes. But it's like, oh, clearly you're prone to criminology. Therefore, we're going to sterilize you against your will. I mean, that, Holy crap. Yeah. That's a great way to, to try to stall a movement wow. is to terrorize the women. And that's, that's very much what happened. Wow. So. I had no idea about that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we need funny here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know at what point what is okay to keep and what isn't. And I don't know. And like yeah, you said, with a, I, I like broccoli, like, everyone's going to be different. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, and I knew like we were just happy we were able to have one. So right. I, yeah. I didn't give a crap. Exactly. And I didn't want anybody telling me like, it was weird to me even to be mm-hmm. like, why are you good at, why do you? I want to find out if it's not going to matter if that yeah. finding out could make me lose them, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my dad was born deaf. Mm-hmm. And if they told me your kid's going to be deaf, I'd be like, fine. Cool. I wouldn't even think, why, you know, it'd be like, right. Because yeah. I know it's it's a disability as far as you let it be. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there was nothing my dad couldn't do that he sure. wanted to do except for sing. Right. And right. that's actually the only thing he said. That's oh, the wow. only thing I wish I could do. And it's like, oh, fuck, that fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But. So yeah, I mean, whereas someone else might think, oh, that would be a horrible defect. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone else might think it. Yeah, totally. Someone so, could think it's Or like, someone that was blind. You yeah. Know, to me, right. I can't imagine. But at the same time, there are plenty of functional yeah, people knew it, with yeah. full, wonderful full lives, lives. Exactly. That yeah. are blind. So. And the idea of a full life itself is is a very subjective term. Like, uh, yeah. you know, my son is on the spectrum. He yes. has autism. Um, I have no doubt that he's going to live his life to the fullest. Exactly. Now, his life to the fullest is very different than my life to the fullest. Yeah. It's very different than my daughter's life to the fullest. But his life will be lived all the way up to the hilt, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's that's wonderful. But if somebody else was to come in and go, well, I'm sorry, but he's not meeting these benchmarks. He's probably not going to get through this or yeah. this, but he's not going to get, you know? And it's, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. let's watch what he can do. Yeah. And there you are know? plenty of quote, normal people that don't live life anywhere near to the yeah. fullest. Neurotypical so, yeah. people. Thank you. Yeah. I knew there was a word for it. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. And what's yeah. funny is when they say, yeah, where it's going to be to the fullest, it is so mm-hmm. subjective mm-hmm. where it's like, will they get to live a life where it's like, what, like me? I don't want my daughter to end up like right. in debt. And yeah. <laughs> like, I would like her to be, because I said yeah. that with my ex one time where she's like, I want her to be a doctor. I'm like, I want her to like travel and do whatever she wants. Yeah. Right. If she wants to do that, yes. If she doesn't, like, <clears throat> to me, it's like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I hang out with a lot of stand-up comics. Mm-hmm. So, so very few of them are living their life to its fullest. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's part of what gets us on stage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bad decisions make good stories. Right. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. Everyone has their own definition of living Mm -hmm. to the fullest. There's something there, but I'm hitting a dead end in my head. Oh, just in terms of like living to the fullest? What people would want to eliminate if they were to find out? No, that and living to the fullest. You Mm -hmm. know, just there are plenty of people where it's like, I couldn't have done that, but I admire them that do, you know, the ones that do. Yeah. there's professional wrestlers that yeah. uh, live their life to the fullest. I'm like, that's amazing. And I part of me envies that. But at the same time, I don't want to be on the road five days a week. No, and you don't want to be crippled at 45. Right. So, you know, so <laughs> that's it's, the other you know, thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't I don't want to miss Halloween. I don't want to miss birthdays. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that kind of stuff. So 
again, you know, living yeah. life to the fullest. I mean, we were all, I, th- I think we were all at least partnered, if not married at some point. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, my idea of living life to the fullest was I knew I was going to be next to someone when I died. <laughs> and also we were raising a family together. Yeah. Well, now I'm not doing that. And it's pretty unlikely that that person will be next to me when I die. Yeah. yeah. So am I, am I not living life to the fullest now? Or do I need to readjust, yeah, you, you know, readjust. My, my expectations? Oh. Or yeah. or do I need to go out, you know, do I need to rinse out that cup and then fill, start filling it up again? Or is yeah. it more possibly more full because you're open to new things that weren't there Couldn't, before? You know, my I mean, therapist keeps for, trying yeah. to tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a very valid point. You totally. know, it's one of those, like, how do you know the next thing coming down the road won't be better? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with what you're saying about the choices because there's a mm-hmm. lot of times where... I will. I'll, I'll start to go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, I should be doing this or that, or I uh, could be yeah. doing this more with my art or my career. But mm-hmm. it's like, but no, what I'm choosing is like I right. teach online, so I can go and help, like at my daughter's school, oh, and I can awesome. pick her up, and I can take, and I can be mm-hmm. the art docent, and I can do all that stuff. And to me, like that is where I want to be right now. That That's is your totally broccoli. where I want to be. Yeah. you know. But it, it's totally easy to get caught up with. Mm-hmm. If people just start talking that way, then you're like, well, good. If oh, someone, yeah. Well, then I guess I am a failure. Then you're like, what? no, I'm not. Yeah. Wait a minute. You know, like, I, I this found is what I want to do. <laughs> as, I, as I age, I'm finding yeah. that my idea of success ends up being much more about eliminating debt yeah. uh, and yeah. having more free time, yeah. more than it has to do with any kind of ambition yeah Yeah. it doesn't mean i'm not trying to build my program that i teach or Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to uh you know build the show that i run or that i'm not trying to grow my own podcast but by and large like it has more to do with how much time do i have with my kids yes yeah Mm -hmm. how much time can you because i I want like every moment of it and i i know even like we were talking about today yeah because I was trying to yell like goodbye, you know, when we're dropping off my daughter to sure. come here, and Robert's like, "Come on!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, let me squeeze is, this." <laughs> I get half yeah. the time, you know. Right. And I, I, I want all the time I can have, and every mm-hmm. bit of that time to me is important because I see, for some reason, I'm always aware of the time that's passing. Yes, and I have all the pictures up, so it reminds me every morning mm-hmm. of like how fast it's gone, mm-hmm. you know, and how quickly they change. Oh yeah. And I'm taking it for granted. I want every moment it. of it. You it know? should be granted. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, but I should. I yeah. shouldn't be taking it for granted, though. Well, and yeah. the thing is, we all do, and we still like. I, I mean, I'm always like taking like inventory of what, mm-hmm. how the day went, and mm-hmm. did I do good that day, or you know, did I? But for the most part, I think it, because we care is mm-hmm. the only reason. Well, of course, you know, yeah. it's different if we were just be like whatever, I mean, right? You know, like part of why I do this podcast is. May, hopefully I become a better parent as a result of it. It sure. helps so much. He brings up all these articles and oh, I'm like, cool. oh, that's how but, you can do it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> bag of but, tricks. Yeah, yeah, it really helps. There's but certain like, stuff. Yeah, yeah man. like this morning, I picked up my kid. I'm like, fuck, when did you get big? Mm-hmm. And he's not big, but you yeah. know, he, for some reason, is interested now in what it was like changing his diapers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Someone, yeah. some story or something sure. you saw on TV. Yeah. Hooked him. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, yeah, and then yeah. Like, did I ever pee in your face? <laughs> like, okay, I don't know where you got that from, but no, because I was better than that. Right, That's awesome. Um, I always love the videos you see where the guy just puts himself right in the line of fire. It's like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, before. no, you do the kid yeah. like ninety Sideways. degrees from you. Exactly. Yeah, that way it goes that way. Yeah. I've still been shat on by a di- from a distance, but yeah, I got he shit um, on my pants. Nice um, through his diaper because 
my daughter did that to her uncle when we first, like, it was his first time meeting the family. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, man, blood in, blood out. Like, <laughs> shit in, shit out. Somehow the way I was holding him, yep. like, the diaper moved over so his yep. ass was open. So yep. he shit on my pants. He's nice. Yeah. And the air probably did it. It was like, oh, oh nice. Yeah, exactly. Time but, to yeah. go. Uh-huh. Yeah. The nice part was I could use that same diaper again. <laughs> <laughs> you just slide it back yeah, over. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> a little wipe here and I had to change myself. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Awesome. But then like on top of the miscarriage thing, which is awful in itself, but mm-hmm. I mean, even I can't even imagine planning for a pregnancy and then either stillbirth or mm-hmm. they don't make it. To, yeah. you know, yeah. my kid was in NICU for a week. And actually, I remember when he was delivered, they said, Dad, over here, and, you know, you want to cut the cord? And so you mean trim it? And they're like, what? Well, you already cut it. So, like, yeah, do you want to trim the cord? I'm like, sure. And nice. I did that. And then my it was a C-section. So I remember uh-huh. um, there was all this commotion over there. Right. And then my kid starts turning blue. Oh, wow. And I'm like, and I know no, nothing about this stuff. Sure, sure. And I don't worry until... The person in charge worries. Right. So she looked calm and she's kind of rubbing him on the back Mm -hmm. and slapping his feet. Like, okay. And then I hear commotion. I can't stop this bleeding. So I look and there's my wife wide open. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's what she looks like from the inside. Mm -hmm. And then they're looking like panicked. And then I'm like, she probably wouldn't want me looking at this. Mm -hmm. And then I hear the nurse to my right go, hey, and she's calling for some help. And like for a split second, I'm thinking, I'm going to lose both of these fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And then they finally got him and he was in a NICU for like four or five days and okay. everything turned out fine, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Uh, and she obviously came out of it fine. So, right. But, you know, that scare, it's sure. like I couldn't even imagine. I don't think I would have realized what I was losing because it was so... At that moment. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Well, because I didn't know what I was, you know, he hadn't come home. You yeah. Know, I'd never you didn't really know what you were getting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, you've got some... Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was 20 years old, and uh, my first son, uh, his name was Ethan, mm-hmm. and this is in my first marriage, like, he came about four months early. He, that's pretty early. It's really early. He weighed 811 grams, for those of you on the metric system. That's roughly a pound and a half. Oh, jeez, wow. okay. My hand is eight inches long. Okay. All right. Um, add another four inches onto that, and then you have had the total length of his body. Wow. Okay. Those were his legs. I never actually got to hold him until the day he died. Oh. He died the day before my 21st birthday. Fuck. So oh. he lived for 12 days. He was born okay. December 8th, which is its own problem because my alive son, William, yeah. he was born December 4th. Oh, my daughter was born June 8th. And so when people say, oh, what's your son's birthday? You mix them up. I have to figure out which son they mean. But of course they mean the one who's literally standing in front of them. Sure. Yeah. And then I'm like, 12, 8, no. 12, 4, and then people look at me like I'm a dipshit, and I'm like, no, no, no. there's a whole history I'm not going into right yeah. now, yeah. but what I figured out is my daughter's birthday is on the 8th. I'm like, I just add their birthdays together, and then they're like, oh, okay, that's fine, and then I don't have to Good. tell them. And you have to explain it, yeah. But yeah, I, I had a son who's, again, like I said, born December 8th, died December 20th, um, and that <laughs> was, I was the day before I turned 21, so I'm 42 now, just turned, so that was 22 years ago. Half a lifetime ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, when he was born, he was born too early. They say that they don't actually know the pathology as to why, but he was born too early and he spent, when he came out, he cried, yeah. which is uh, fairly uncommon for someone born that early. So that was a good sign. 
Um, and then they had him, I mean, they had him under like saran wrap, so mm-hmm. it would like kind of greenhouse him. Yep. And they had like these little pads over his eyes and, you know, they had the lead on his foot. I mean, he was tiny. Yeah. And the first couple nights, um, he was at Mercy San Juan and then we got a phone and we were at her parents' house, which was out past Woodland, like okay. way out in the sticks. And he, the first couple nights he was doing okay. And I think there's a level of like, they don't tell you everything because... That's too much to tell you. Sure. But they let us know that um, he he needed a surgery of some sort, and they didn't have the doctors on staff to do that there. Got it. And they had taken out his, or they were giving him blood transfusions. Uh, and at that point, he only had about five tablespoons worth of blood in his body. Wow. Mm. So, I mean, I put a tablespoon of vanilla into a, a cookie mix, yeah. you know, so yeah. four times or four more of that. And that was his total blood volume. So they're having to give him transfusions. I mean, his, his bowels were like tissue paper, sure. you know. So they, they ended up having to transport him to another hospital. <coughs> the morning, I don't remember what morning it was. And I mean, I have the death certificate. I don't spend that much time looking sure. at it. Um, I have pictures of him that I haven't looked at in three or four years. Got it. So they they had to transport him to, I think it was Sutter General. Okay. It's the one that they've torn down since okay. because they had the the staff to do the operation that they needed. And I forget what the operation was at this point. So they transported him. That was the same. I don't know if you guys lived in Sacramento your whole lives. Mm-mm. Okay. That same morning, there was a 55-car pileup on oh, I-5. Fuck. Um, I missed it completely because we were going a different yeah. route. But I remember seeing that on the on the news in the waiting room. Like, it, so if anybody live in Sacramento area remembers the giant ass pileup mm. uh, back when we had fog in Sacramento, yeah, mm. uh, th- that was that that morning. So we're there at Sutter General, and they do the uh, surgery, and they say that the the IV went straight into his neck. Um, it had gotten moved, and I guess it had gotten so they had to put it back in, and there was mm-hmm. they they had some trouble with it. Mm-hmm. They finally got it in. And then he was okay again for a while. And then a few days later, now at this point, my my wife at the time, and I, I try really hard to thread this needle. I think that, number one, we were way too young to be having kids. Sure. Uh, number two, we were bonded by a previous trauma of her brother dying six months earlier. Mm-hmm. Or, or by this point, a year earlier. Got it. And on top of that, I think she mm-hmm. was, quite frankly, touched in the head. Like, just, she was... Just uh, spiritually, I can't possibly fathom what she actually thought, you know, and, and she was not a very educated person. Okay. I don't hold that against her. Sure. But at the same time, during all that time, she wanted all the focus to be on her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And my justification for being okay with that was that he had a team of doctors and she was still healing from a C-section. Got it. So I was focused on her. So I spent a lot of my time away from the hospital which means I ended up spending a lot of time in therapy years mm-hmm. later, mm. but um, spent a lot of time away from the hospital tending to her. And so I didn't get as much time with him as I could have. And so they told us after a few days that he had uh, his, his bowel had perforated. Maybe okay. that was the reason why they needed to move him, actually. Got it. Uh, so they needed to cut a section out and give him a uh, basically a, a stoma, or the uh-huh. colostomy bag. Colostomy, yeah. And so they did that. And again, they had to remove a segment of his bowel, and it was tissue paper thin because mm-hmm. he's 24 weeks old. You're yeah. supposed to be in the, in the womb. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a few days later, he I think his liver lacerated, and then mm-hmm. and that and that bleeds 
And so when you lose blood, you lose blood oxygen. So then they have to put him on this rapid fire and like his body is vibrating on the bed, mm-hmm. like this rapid ventilator. Got it. Mm. Well, it has to be cranked up to get him more oxygen. I mean, I, I can only imagine the suffering that that is. Sure. But it has to be cranked up. Well, then it's cranked up so high that it bursts one of his lungs. Oh, shit. Mm. And then the worst part there is that you have to turn it up even higher because he's one you lung have short. To make up for it. Mm. <sighs> At this point, it's starting to cascade down and 20 years old, right? And I ask, I'm like, you know, and then they talk about there's bleeding into his brain. Mm. And uh, by the way, I had to skip finals because I lived in the Bay Area and she was living with her parents. And then, you know, I was going to finish up that year and then we'd, you know, come up. Not very well planned out. So I asked the doctors flat out. I was like, at at what point can we call this? Because it really feels like you guys are keeping him alive for the sake of doing that and that's not the quality of life that Mm -hmm. i can imagine and the amount of relief on the surgeon's face wow um and like part of me is like dude i'm 20 you're in your 30s like you should be but like once i did that it was almost like i unlocked the achievement and then she could give me all that information sure so she gives me all the information and i was just like we need to let him go like did you have to fight with the wife over that or no no she was she was on board and she had her own reasons, you sure. know, but for me, it was, it was that. So we had family come up and it was very, very many of them. It was their first day seeing him. Yeah. Some of them, it was their second day. And at that time, you know, I was, I was really struggling with my parents and, and all kinds of, I mean, it was just, I, I had like, there weren't that many relationships I had that weren't toxic at that point. Sure. So it sucked. Uh, and then I had family coming up to see him. And then the part that I still to this day, and it's one of those things like, I'm just going to regret it for the rest of my life. And people try to rationalize it and tell me, you know, and make it okay. And I'm like, no, there's no ameliorating this. This is, this is just what happened. And I can forgive 20 year old Damien for doing this, but 42 year old Damien would never think to do this. And there's, there's various rationalizations that I can, you know, use to get through it on most days. But some days I have what are just called what I call an Ethan day where I'm just down, you know, we said to take him off the vent and whatnot, take them off of support. And they took us to this room. It's a room where families go to say goodbye to people. And I just remember seeing like, there's a lot of furniture packed into this room to make it look like, it almost looks like they had three living rooms or three like parlors Mm -hmm. stuffed into one. And I got to hold him and she got to hold him. And, um, and then I got to hold him Mm. and, um, I sang to him Blackbird by the Beatles. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then, I wanted to keep holding him, and, and this is going to get really graphic, so mm-hmm. if you need to fast forward by 15 seconds, uh, do so now. Yeah. I saw his face turning black. Yeah. Um, mm. And I mean black, like like he was suffocating, and they mm-hmm. gave him enough um, morphine that it just helped him float away, but he's still going through it. And now we're done with that description. So I, I, saw, I saw this happening, and I was holding him, and, and again, I'm holding someone who weighs less than a pound and a half mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, I'm the 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 blankets weighed more than he did, sure. so I never really touched him. Yeah. I I held a bundle, mm-hmm. and uh, she wanted to leave the room, and she wanted me to go with her, and I had to make a choice right there: do I stay with my son mm-hmm. until he dies, or do I leave? And I left, and because again, I did the math. She's yeah. alive. Yeah. And if this were an older relative, this would be the time where you say goodbye and they go harvest their organs. Yeah. Yeah. So I left him and a nurse held him until he died. 
uh, and that's the there's very few things I regret my entire life that I will take to my grave with me of I will always regret that I I made the wrong choice um, for my son I made the wrong choice for myself and I wasn't strong enough to make the right one and then the next day I turned 21 and I remember one of my one of my parents wanting to go in and hold him I was like no no we were the last ones this needs to be done and we went to a restaurant I think it was Epi's at the time I remember Epi's. Okay. So we were there, um, and I got uh, a phone call or a page, I forget which. It was the late 90s. And about one thirty or so, he he finally passed on. Uh, he finally stopped everything. And, you know, I've I've got real dark gallows humor, so I was already sure. making dead baby jokes. Yeah. Um, and then they told me that, and, you know, I let everybody know that was the time. And then, you know, of course, I'm... 20 so i'm not very mature and yeah. so you know i'm still making those jokes and that still gets brought up to me by family members uh which they get to um yeah but, but you it's know also what? like <clears throat> yeah i mean it, well, how it's, else are you gonna deal with it you're like yeah you're yeah. 20 years old any like, number of other ways but the way i dealt with it was that well and and they can they get to have a problem with it and sure. and that can yeah. just be a part of it <clears throat> and that's I'm, I'm kind of comfortable with that i'm okay with that not yeah. that i need to suffer from it but i am okay yeah. with that yeah but yeah i mean the next day i turned 21 and i didn't have any other children with her um we didn't try in many ways it was a bullet dodged yeah. on some levels because a few years later we ended up divorcing and i wasn't tied to her yeah we had his ashes in an urn mm-hmm. um and we uh we dumped his ashes after we divorced because mm-hmm. it it was kind of an odd thing of who gets custody you sure. know and it's like let's just let him go and let's let each other go yeah, yeah. And so we did that I did save a few of his ashes in there. And for a while, I wore them on a pendant around my neck. And then I still have that. Yeah. And then I went about my life and I remarried. And I I mean, I fell in love. I remarried. And and she was a NICU nurse, actually. And she's, yeah, when she did her student nursing, like that was one of those interesting connections that I had with my second wife was that she'd been in every one of the rooms that I'd been in. And she knew very much what I'd gone through. And it was wonderful, like Mm. almost a bridge into normalcy. Because she would know what I was doing, and I would also know what she was dealing with, you know. And so that was that was a nice connection that we had for the time that we were married. Yeah, I I have a ornament that I hang every Christmas. Mm-hmm. I haven't told my children about him. Uh, my son is ten. My daughter is seven and a half. I don't know that I ever will. Quite honestly, makes sense. Yeah, but you know, because that's its own kettle of fish, and uh, I don't need to foist my stuff upon them. I spent a lot of time in therapy dealing with the fact that my life was actually better that he was dead because, and we get into that, you know, I mean, I chose to let him die. I did. I, but I don't think your decision... It wasn't a selfish one. No. Yeah. But it was a decision that ultimately did benefit my life, too. Sure. So, you know, the consequence of me choosing to let him go yeah. meant that he didn't have such a... Tor- There's a word, I think, in the uh, medical community, I think it's, the word is gork. Um, and gork means essentially that you were in a veg- persistent vegetative state. Yeah. So I, we could have kept him alive, and he would have been a lifelong gork, and that that's would have no, yeah. that's no life, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to go to college and get my degrees. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have become the teacher that I am. I wouldn't have become the comic that I am. I wouldn't have had the second marriage that I did, or any of the subsequent relationships, or, kids. or my two children. Yeah. Like th- there would have been so much more that had you know would have been an impact to those things. And you know, I, I had a really good life after he died like eventually and so the fact that my life was better for him not being in it was one hell of a pill to swallow and it's it's you know i can kind of keep 
things in their own little compartments. It's tough because I tried going to um, a group grieving. Yep. That didn't work for me because other people lost, and this is where I felt like I had imposter syndrome. So my my first ex-wife, the yep. one with whom I had Ethan, her brother had died earlier that year. Yep. Her dad comes over to me and says, you know, now you're in the most exclusive club that no man wants to be a part of. Men who'd lost their sons. Oh. Now, her brother was 24 when Got he it. died. That's an entire lifetime of loving and yep. fighting and living and all of this. I had a kid for 12 days. That's, I mean, even if if you, like, I don't like to compare grief. Yeah. But if he'd lived for a year, I would have been so much more broken. Totally. Yeah. If he'd lived for five years, oh my God, you know? Yeah. But he lived for 12 days, and that's, you know, that's my loss. That's my story. I was in this group with people who'd lost their sons as adults, who'd lost their sons as teenagers, who'd lost their, their daughters and sons. Uh, it was mostly sons, actually, interestingly. But, but uh, a few, one who'd lost her, their, their daughter on a camping trip when she was, like, 18, like, she'd fallen, you know? Oh. Acc- it, it, just all those things. And, like, when you have a, a 12-day-old kid who should not have been ex utero yeah. and then they die there's a logic to it but when there's sure. an accident you're like what the fuck yeah. yeah yeah um and so it's it's this interesting i don't want to say there's a hierarchy but it, it it did feel like i don't belong with these people these people had real losses which i lost a whole lot of potential i, I mean I and it's see just that saying. weird yeah. thing you know uh, yeah and so i i didn't go back to those groups yeah. and and it, it it was there's a bit of imposter syndrome but there's also a bit of like i don't want to take time from what they're doing yeah. You know, and so I just I sought out therapy on my own. Yeah, and well, it's uh, good that you did that, which is awesome. Yeah, a lot of care that you yeah. invalidate your own stuff because it's still a big deal. Oh, it is. It's yeah. it's huge. Like I I have a friend who with whom I translate, um, and she she and I were talking about me dating. Yeah, you know, now that I'm you know a single dad and stuff like that, and she said, you know, well, you know, whatever relationship ends for you, you're gonna get right back out there. And mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah, it's probably true. And and she's like, yeah, because for you, life is too short. Yeah. You And you know more than most that life is too short already. Mm-hmm. So you're going to process fast, and then you're going to get back out there. And she wasn't wrong, yeah. you know, but that's that's been kind of... I mean, I don't live like the next day is never going to come, sure. but like... I got I got shit to do, man. I've only got you know I probably got fewer years ahead of me than I have behind me now. I think that works for all of us at yeah, this table, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I I got shit to do, and I've seen I've seen life cut off too short. Yeah. There's, so there's days when I think it's like, is it right now? Like right, <laughs> totally. Well, I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, that that heart's not going right. <laughs> I'm like, I should not. I should. Yeah. Like all those things start yeah. going, I'll oh, stop yeah. drinking soda, I'll stop drinking this. Right, right, right. <laughs> wait, wait. And then you're, you're like, bargaining? oh, okay, I'm all right. Now uh, yeah, never back. mind. Never oh, mind. bargaining for sure. Yeah. I'll have a mocha. I'll yeah. do it. Why am I like, wait, wait, please let me, just let me get right. I think it was <laughs> two weeks day. ago. You, you yeah. were laying on the ground thinking this was it, and then your daughter's jumping on top of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was jumping <laughs> oh, on my funny. back, and uh-huh. I was like, wait. Because I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm having a heart attack. And then she's like, oh, fun. jumping on my back. I'm like, stop. I'm like, is this how I die? I totally thought. You literally die doing what you love. Loves, yeah, you know? I was like, that was fun. <laughs> and then and then also thinking like what a horrible way to leave her. Right. Like, I play yeah. with him. I, I killed, killed him. I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. I killed yeah. him. Well, yeah. and that's I he mean He told me to stop <laughs> jumping on him. <laughs> I made his heart burst. Like, oh, no. Yeah. It was his choices that made his heart yeah. explode. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, good luck unpacking that for oh. years. Yes. Forty seven yeah. years of self abuse. That'd be the worst to way to go. Yeah. But, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I uh, it's it's just because I very deliberately say that I I 
chose to let my son die. Yeah. You know, and th- that was a choice I made. Interestingly, it's absolutely impacted the way I'm a dad now because I have two living children. Yeah. For instance, um, after my son was 12 days old, I, I turned to my wife at the time and I said, okay, I don't know what to do tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was joking and not joking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I was genuinely like, I don't know what to do at this point. You give them back. Yeah. yeah. And then they die and then you come back at it later. And so day 13 rolled around. He was still fine. It also, I think, helped me deal uh, very healthily with the fact that he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Because he ain't dead. Yeah. You're like, yeah. so what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. what? And, yeah. and it was, it was yeah. the, the thing that I had said for years was I can handle anything. Yeah. I can't handle a kid who has developmental delays. And then I had a kid who had developmental <laughs> delays. And I was like, guess I can handle that yes, too. Yes, you can. Yeah. And there's a mourning process that you go through when you have a kid on the spectrum. And I don't know how it is for other people, but for me it was, your son has autism. Huh. Oh, that's a bummer. That really sucks. Well, here we go. Yeah. And it was literally like less, less than a 10-second turnaround for me. And I think one of the reasons I was able to jump in so quickly and just be like, okay, I'm committed to this. Here we go. Yeah. Um, let's, let's maximize what he can do and, and stuff like that. I think it is because I had a child die. Because to me, okay, here, you know, I've seen the worst. Yeah. yeah. And I've also, I've had somebody that I, I dated for a while and she asked early on, she's like, what if I break your heart? I'm like, bring it. Like, what the fuck yeah. do you think you can do? <laughs> like you it, and it's, yeah. And it sounded terrible, but it's like, I'm pre-disastered. Like this is, <laughs> you know, and, and it really is true though. Like, you know, anybody who knows me for more than five minutes knows, holy shit, he loves the hell out of his kids. You know, yeah. he's very invested in them. And it's like, yeah, because I saw what happened once. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I ain't doing, you know, and if that happens again, I'm squeezing everything I can out of this because I wasn't there. Yeah. And that's the part that really, I mean, it's still, mm-hmm. again, I, it, I don't think that that will ever not be a thing. I, mean, I, I think I've to, gone as far as I yeah. can with it. I hate to say it, but I think yeah. maybe your kids are benefiting from that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mean, absolutely. It's, you know, it's like we were talking about earlier, oh, how yeah. a full life, you know, what you thought, yeah. what you lost in a full life yep. opens up a whole way better one. Oh, yeah. And you can tell by your house that this is a super <laughs> dad house. Yeah. Because you've got the Legos that are out. You've yeah. got the toys that are out. The you unfolded got laundry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is that same way. Yeah. <laughs> pictures of me and my kids kind of mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Fun shit all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Does that impact yeah. for you? Like for me, mm-hmm. like I'll talk with Robert a lot of times about like dating and stuff. What mm-hmm. what happens to me sometimes is like it's this weird catch twenty two where it's like I want someone to share my life with. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go and once I meet him, then mm-hmm. I'll start to think. But wait a minute, are you gonna take away <laughs> my time? <laughs> right, <laughs> totally. Right. And and also. Yeah. Will will you fit? Will your kid fit? Like how? Oh, it, it's all these things, and then I, sometimes I just go like, no, right. no, no, and then it's like that's not fair to them. Either. Oh sure, but, but yeah, it's like this whole other thing where it's like sometimes I'm like, do I want to let you into here? Like mm-hmm. I I want my own time because I also feel like it's unfair right. to Olivia in mm-hmm. the long run that I'm just. You know, the way I picture it is like I'm sitting at home mm-hmm. with my cat and one of my cats I had to put down mm-hmm. recently, which sucked, mm-hmm. but it's basically that for a long time I was just waiting for her to come back. Sure. You know? Yeah. Do you so you run into that too where you're just like it makes you yeah. think of all these scenarios like, can you be around them? Are you right. how are you gonna be, you know Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I uh 
I don't date someone that I wouldn't want around my kids on some level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. The woman I dated after my second wife left. So once I had kids, my kids, my kids also don't know that I date. Like they don't know shit about it. Like my daughter recently said, I don't think you go tell jokes for a living. I think you have a secret girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, I said, honey, that would be, that would be wonderful <laughs> if that were true. But uh, Christmas was paid by all the dumb jokes that I tell. Yeah. That's nice. And she hears me doing puns all the time. And she's like, are you serious? I said, yeah, like all of Christmas was paid for with puns this year. That's awesome. Which was fantastic. Yeah. I, was, I was very proud. That's amazing. She looks at me and she goes, next year I can do without the presents. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like fuck you, man! He <laughs> like, wants you. Home. That's yeah. her way of saying the puns are the reason you're single. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in some ways. She's like, but hmm. like, you know, I think she's trying to be funny. But yeah, like, my yeah. kids don't know that I date. Um, I only date on the days where I don't have my kids. And so they, interestingly, um, the the gal that I dated for quite some time, she originally was their babysitter, so that I can, that, so that I could go out on dates. Sure. And then, like, she and I just kind of fell into something wonderful, but we kept the relationship from the kids completely. Yeah. So she would still come over and babysit, and then I'd take off to go do work and stuff like that. Or the kids would ask for her to come over. Yeah. And I'd be yeah. like, cool. And then, you know, we had very strict, like, no-touchy rules around the kids and that yeah. kind of stuff. So they never yeah. knew. I, I do think that my valuation of my time with the kids is absolutely an impediment to dating. And so the the times that I have tried to date, those people have had to be either they've got their own kids so they get it yep. or they have to be okay with oh i'm only going to let you into parts of my life piecemeal and over a long period of time like yeah, totally. there's a long vetting process before you get to yeah. meet my children you know the the ex the long-term ex-girlfriend she had met the children and had been vetted as a babysitter <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. it's kind of a reverse situation but by and large, yeah, it's uh, there's a long vetting process, and it's not so much like, oh, I don't want to share my time with them. It's it's, are they worthy of being around my kids? Totally. So yeah. and and that's I mean that's the downside to being a single dad in your forties is yeah. like you know you're you're racing against the clock on some levels and on other totally. levels totally yeah yeah you're you're, like, <laughs> you're running out the clock you yeah. know and yeah. it's just you know it's yeah well, it's, and then it sucks. you have to factor in the kids do they get along because right. I mean I can imagine yeah. there's a lot of relationships where you guys get along great but right. the kids are not going to happen yeah, yeah and then do you want to date someone with kids if you've already got your own kids sure like that's and that's it seems really one-sided or selfish pool. yeah you are a lot you know? if you don't but yeah. at the same time you got to be fair to yourself like yeah. do you really want to be in that dynamic or do you just want to ask other people to be in that dynamic yeah, yeah. so but, and try to take it on yeah because right. you got to honestly think about it uh -huh. like it can will that work is that gonna how much right yeah because then, you know, if, if you end up Brady bunching, yeah, then you've got a whole kettle of fish to deal with there, you know, whereas if you just have stepmomming or stepdadding, yeah. then that's a different thing. And since we have kids, we would be asking someone else to stepmom, yeah. you know, and, and do, do they need step siblings, you know, or not? And, and you know, mileage varies. I mean, yeah. again, it's I like broccoli, like different choices for different folks. But, yeah, I totally yeah. would get hurts me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're 50-50, but I'll end up with right. a, Olivia a lot more and it, sure. I, I will take her last minute. Yeah. So that really first right stuff. refusal because there'll be well there'll be stuff where just be like uh -huh. hey I'm sorry I'm gonna get my daughter tonight and they're just like you know obviously they're like yeah you're full of crap like right that's it right but I'm making that choice and, yeah. that, and that's totally I remember we had that one was like well isn't there somewhere you can just put her wow <laughs> it's, like, it's okay, not a dog oh yeah exactly. yeah someone great. told me that and I was like 
mm. it's like that old <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live. It's like, boo! Yeah, like you're, totally. Like, get out of oh, here. Oh, you're done. Okay. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. I've never totally had. I've that. never had anything like that. In fact, that seems to be uh, you, yeah, to, to borrow the term from a, a, a local comic, a panty dropper. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be with my kids. So like, oh. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's great that 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 gets you going. But I'm gonna go be with my kids. Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm not. I'm yeah. actually saying it. Yeah. yeah. What but, you don't know about yeah. Mike though is he likes them young. So they don't they don't know what it's like to have kids. So gotcha. They're still selfish. Okay. Well, yeah, compared to how how old you it's are, because we're old. Yeah, a lot, his preference 20. is people that weren't alive when we were graduating high school. Oh well, let me ask. You. <laughs> so there's there's a rule. There's a formula. Oh, what's the formula? Okay, half your age plus seven. plus seven. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be half my age plus, plus seven. seven. It's just yeah. still creepy. No, no, it's just inside a creepy. <laughs> and I shit you not because like oh, I'm so I'm, I'm supposed 40. to be at thirty yeah. and up. Yeah. So let's see. I don't mind thirty and so up. So twenty four. So thirty one would be your youngest. Right. So, so it's still not too bad. Uh, yeah. Still. See, thirty one and and how old are you? Forty eight. Forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. So thirty one and forty seven. Like you could you see people going out. You're like, if he's less mature, if she's more mature, yeah. it's probably gonna they're gonna meet in the middle. Like for me, yeah. I'm forty two. Yeah. Last year I was forty one. Obviously, so twenty eight year old would be yours. Right yeah. now, that's a little AC, but but that's far less creepy than twenty seven. So like, I have I a friend who's uh, I think she's twenty eight, yeah. and I was like, could I see my uh, that yeah. that becomes the bar? It's like, could I see myself dating her? Yeah, I could. Okay, you know. Um, and then I have another friend who's you know twenty four, twenty five. I'm like, no. you know, yeah, no, yeah. It's know. like, what the fuck that's, would you talk a, about? Right, right. That's yeah. I mean, that would just be a. That'd be thing. the physical thing, which right. is wonderful. Sure. You but know, then and, I'd probably kill myself trying to keep up. <laughs> 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 Damn near fifty. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, well, my other boyfriend could do it four times a night. So <laughs> yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. he never satisfied you, you once. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, yeah. it's, you know, well, I only get off this way. Well, okay, now we'll try this other thing, too, because you clearly haven't had somebody listen to you. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, so half your age plus seven is the formula. Yeah, so, so. You're, so your uh, twos are gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, that brings... Well, the worst is that they always ruin it, or it's like, yeah, they'll talk about, like, where... Yeah, where were, we were when mm, this person was born. Yeah. My she was born. Up. Like yeah. our friend Roger will do that. He'll be like, "Oh, he'll just start sending stuff with you know, like <laughs> what? Oh, so when they were when Kurt born, Cobain we were, killed himself, where yeah. were you? Yeah, like, like, Who's that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Well, and the, the, this is gonna sound funny, but yeah. like the difference between you and me very much is uh, like you're actually attractive, whereas I have to get <laughs> no. by on personality. <laughs> like yours probably gets in your way, but like your looks get your foot in the door. Yeah, and, well, he yeah. has girls buying him drinks in bars right. thinking he's in his 30s. I don't get that. No. No, I, I get like like they have to be very specifically after my phenotype, which is weird on its own. Or they, you know, they have to like look past that and see my personality, which is its own problem. But <laughs> please. But <laughs> I, I will say this when it comes to dating, though. It is something, you know, having the first son is something that I'll bring up fairly yeah. swiftly. Not not like on the first sure. date or, you know, by appetizers, but like yeah. probably, you know, within a month of any kind of a serious relationship, it is, by the way, here's a thing that's true about me. Yeah. You something need to know need this. To know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there will be days where I just disappear. Do you find that birthday yeah. and death day come around? I mean, it's tough they because were. your other kid is right. right in the middle there. Yep. Uh, so my son had a birthday. Uh, my my live son had a birthday mm-hmm. uh, party. Um, I think it was last year or the year before, 
and because we do split custody and all mm-hmm. that, and because we don't really get along quite often, there sure. there ended up being problems and stuff like that. And I planned his birthday party for a Sunday. Now his mom works on a Sunday, but all the family could come up on that mm-hmm. Sunday. And she she did a different party where it was like a, a different thing. I said, no, I'm going to do the party on the Sunday. And my very good friend called me out on it. It's like, dude, you planned a party for when his mom couldn't come. You're clearly sending a signal there. And I said, no, that's not why I did that. He's like, really? Come on, you guys have been fighting. I said, I did it because Saturday is December 8th, and I'm yeah. not about to celebrate one son's birthday when the other one was born. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my friend just got really quiet, and I'm like, yeah, you didn't think of that because, yeah. you know. And, and Who and, would? Right. And that's how people, yeah, a lot of right. times it's so hard just to totally remember where people... Yeah. Where you think mm-hmm. it's like we get stuck thinking what other people are doing things about, and we right. have, yeah, I hate. So yeah, what, his yeah. his birthday really hit me on certain years. Sure. And then there'd be a three year period where this is one of those where I knew my marriage was over kind of mm-hmm. moments. There was like a three year period where I'd forgotten his birthday. Yeah. And then I felt bad when I remembered it. And then, you know, and she was always very, very compassionate. And then one one year she's like, you're not over that yet? And I was like, oh, wow. yeah. oh we've stepped somewhere different, yeah. you know. So I'm a teacher. And so <laughs> I I keep getting older. The kids stay the same age. Yep. I'm always yeah. dealing with 14 to 18-year-olds, right? So when he was old enough that he could have been one of my students was a hard year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the next four years were very hard. When he was old enough that... He was the age of these kids that were graduating. Mm-hmm. That was a really yeah. hard year. Mm-hmm. And that happened to coincide with uh, my divorce year as well. And those kids were absolutely an amazing group of kids to begin cool. with. And so, you know, I, I had informed them because I was like, I'll, I will be teaching on this day, but like, this is, this is a hard thing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, just so you know what's up. But yeah, so when he would have been 18 was a hard year. When he would have been 20 was a hard year which I believe was just last year. Yeah. Okay. Because, and then this year was a little tough too, because he turned, he would have been 21. The same mm-hmm. age as you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then like when his death day came, yeah, he would have been older than I was when he was born yeah. Yeah. and when he died. And I remember thinking that that's probably the last milestone birthday that's going to bother me. Yeah. Um, on any kind of real level, and sure. it didn't. It didn't hit me that hard. I was. I was pleasantly surprised. Last year's did because he was the same age that I was. Sure. Yeah. But I think. I think that 21 years has passed, and now there's no more milestones for that. You know, I'm not really going to get upset. Like, oh, this is the first year he could have yeah. rented a car. Sure. <laughs> like yeah, this, yeah. you know, <laughs> like big, yeah. big fucking deal. But yeah, I, I think that that's those milestones. Because I'm, I'm an historian, so yeah. milestones matter to me, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. those temporal milestones. And so definitely thinking about his birthday and his death day on those times, absolutely. Some years would wreck me and other years, you know, I had so much going on. Uh, during the non-sleeping years, because my son didn't sleep, probably flew by and I didn't notice, sure. or it was like I didn't have time to notice because I got diapers to change or this or that. Yeah, so. yeah, um, for sure. And again, life is for living, you know. Yeah. And and so I'm going to, uh, you know. And and so people are like, oh man, you know, the, the the love of your life divorced you. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm probably gonna wake up tomorrow, right? Yeah. They're like, yeah. I said, well, then I got to keep going, and I got to be here for the kids. You know, and and so there's there's a lot of that, and then you know the the most recent breakup. You know, I loved her dearly, and it was a wonderful relationship, and there was nothing really wrong to end it. It was the only positive breakup I've ever had. And people ask, well, "What are you going to do now?" I said, "I'm going to wake up tomorrow, yeah. and I'm yeah, going to keep yeah. going because I've I've had the day where 
I, you know, I, I had to say, I had to say, let my son die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had the day where I sang to him Blackbird yeah. by the Beatles. Yeah. And the next day I woke up, so I got to keep going. Yeah. And interestingly, um, my alive son, I, sing a, I sang a Beatles song to him when he was born uh, um, in my life. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter, when she was born, I was like, what Beatles song will it be? But um, Ben E. King, Stand By Me, kept coming on mm. when she was in utero, and she would kick a lot more during that. Okay. That's so and cool. And so I ended up singing her that. So she's the only harmony to not get uh, a Beatles song. Each child had a song. And I, to this day, I have a hard time with when Blackbird comes on, I often yeah. will skip it, to be honest. Um, I'm trying to remember what movie, Boss Baby. Oh, did they do that? Yeah, they. Oh. That was a big one. So I was like, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, yeah. and they, it comes up throughout the movie, so oh, it's not wow. even something like I've watched that with my kids, and I I must have blocked it out, or yeah. I must have like found myself in another room. Sure. So uh, yeah, stay in the other room. Yeah, I mean it's a funny movie, but yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. And my kids are used to seeing me cry too. Sure. Like they they genuinely because I'm like I need to be here for them, and that means they need yeah. to see people processing grief the, the in a healthy way. You know, you know I I had. People ask me, you know, how many kids do you have? And I'm like, well, right now, two. Yeah. And that will leave the door open for them to ask. And if they ask, then I'll usually tell them unless it's, you know, with my children around. And if not, then that's that's cool, too. Or but people it's, just think you're making a joke. Yeah. 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 Like, Being yeah. a comic, that helps. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. totally. But, oh, that Damien. No, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's always messing yeah. with yeah. us. Uh, do we want to bother for the pun? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe uh, they think it's that. It's like, is this a trap? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't mind that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it absolutely does affect... And maybe that's why I process things as quickly as I do. Yeah. It's just like, well, <laughs> I woke up alive again. Yeah. And, you know, I know someone who didn't. So here we go. You know, life is for living. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, now we're going to go to a bad dad that's just silly okay. instead of... An uplifting one that even got vetted by my daughter because yes. she, she... She was thought... really upset. Yeah. <laughs> um... She was mad at this dad. <laughs> for it being funny, she was just like... This is well because it's this a is, nightmare of a yeah. kid. Yeah, sure. Dad accidentally sent his daughter to preschool without pants. And mom <laughs> wasn't too happy. Oh, so oh, the dad apparently doesn't normally take the kid to school. Okay, so the mom was running late or said, "Can but, you take dress her and take her to school?" Uh-huh. It's a third. It's a three-year-old, so it's preschool. Okay. And the dad said, pick out some shorts, which why you would let a three-year-old... I mean, it's good because you empower your he kids. Right? No, yeah. But <laughs> she went and grabbed some training pants. Oh, no. So he pretty <laughs> much sent her to school in diapers. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, he sent her. No, you walked them up to the door. No, yeah. He yeah, took yeah. her. He yeah, took her he to took school. there. Okay. Well, then, then no one told case, him. Yeah. Okay. No that's one told my him. Next question. Make even worse. There are preschool teachers there <laughs> to tell him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They did. And the, oh wow. Makes um, it so much worse. And yeah. Then, yeah. So I'm looking. So uh, like, go ahead and leave. Leave her so we can judge you the second well, you got. Well, or, or shame or was on it the one dad. Of those? Yeah. Because obviously. he didn't know to. You know, he just thought they were just short. This was from a story from the summer. Sure. So you would send your kid to school. Okay. In yeah. Shorts. Yeah. In yeah. shorts. That's fine. So, I mean, because now I'd be like, why the fuck are you sending your kid to shorts right, in yeah, the right. winter? But yeah, he just couldn't tell the difference. So it's like shame okay. on you, dad, for not fucking knowing the difference between. Yeah. 
you know, obviously yeah. he's not changing under or diapers or anything like that or True. involved in potty training. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that, that was clearly what uh, Olivia's angle was. was right. Just like, yeah, no. Okay. She had no, like, it was just like, right. no. And we're like, well, he could have been. No. no. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm just like laying out a preschool. I could see the teachers being over mm-hmm. in different corners, yeah. taking care of kids already. And yep. he's got her. And he's like, and he waves and he signs. He's like, okay, I love you. Now go play. And yep. then he's out the door by the time they'd notice. That's the only way I can think of it happening. Still, I'd be like, how can you leave your kid without someone physically I'm sure preschool teachers see the whole fucking gamut. Oh, yeah. It's like, at least she had something on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was clean. Right. So They might have just went like, Jesus. But the mom (laughs) apparently picked up the kid, and then she posted the the Instagram... And Nothing like some public shaming for, right. a, for a between, healthy marriage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So she wrote to her husband, you sent her to school in underwear. And he writes back, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> so obviously this dad uh, is... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he insisted that she picked him out and insisted they were shorts. I like okay. that it's the daughter. And she writes fault. back, they're training underwear. She's in underwear. She's three. Uh, so. She said it was... <laughs> So, and the dad, all he could say was, at least she was wearing something. <laughs> well, that's a really low bar, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's uh, alive. It's like the ones that say, she's alive, isn't she? Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, so, yeah. No yeah. thanks to all the trauma. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll post a link to this because it's got a pretty funny picture of it. Um, yeah, that's fun. Oh, man. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, Oli was just like, before she really looked at the picture, just the the. The title was enough mm-hmm. to make her. Freak she out. was pissed. It sound, well, it sounds like one of her nightmares. Yeah, you know, she's the like, nightmare yeah. of like waking well, up. What I can't. They're get naked over. at school or something. Because yeah. Olivia's like, it was a girl. That's so much worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> made her so mad. At that age, I don't know that yeah. it makes a difference. There's definitely yeah. a gender. I think she just knows that with boys, I think we kind of would have been like, nah. yeah, well, yeah. especially up until seven or yeah, eight, whatever. Run around in your underwear at home. Yeah. yeah. Like girls I do. Are, yeah. You, know. <laughs> you would have been like, so what? I, I forgot my pants. What do you want? Like, All right, let's play. It's cool out. We're good. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. All right. <laughs> but girls, it's like, oh my God. Right. Like, yeah. Wow. Well, Damien, do you have yeah. anything to plug? Yeah, yeah. Um, am I allowed to plug my own podcast? Yes, on your podcast? Okay. And it's oh. an amazing it. podcast. Oh, thank yes. You. Thank you. Yes. So uh, yeah, I run a podcast or I produce or I, I, I record a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast yes. out there uh, with my name and Ed. Uh, so Damien Harmony and Ed Blaylock, we do something called A Geek History of Time, producer George as well. And it's essentially, it's a look at various geekdoms, uh, various fandoms, and looking at like the historical things that either helped cook them up or that they touch upon. So, for instance... Um, yeah, that, that got me... Like, yeah. Robert would yell at me because I wouldn't listen to our own podcast. <laughs> that got me to... He knew that that was like a gateway drug because oh, he nice. said, my friend uh-huh. did one on Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, uh, really? Uh, mm. okay. And then I listened to that one. That one's awesome. Thank that you. That made me listen to the yeah. two-parter on the Civil War Marvel Comics oh, one. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it worked. Now, now I actually. Oh, and I did. He had to show me how to get podcasts. Like for some reason, that's (laughs) how sad it is. He was on a podcast for a year already. Right, right. On the drive over here, I'm like, at what point did I become a 90 year old man? Like, I feel like I was like, I can't figure it out. Like, he's like, you just download them. I'm like, oh, that's so simple. (laughs) No, I like them. (laughs) I took the personality test that you guys talked about on that. Oh yeah, how'd you do? I'm a Hufflepuff. Ah, the boy. 
Did, which the Oz, did the he do big the one? Pottermore. one? Oh yeah, yeah the Pottermore. Yeah, yeah. you so, got Hufflepuff. I'm See, I'm Hufflepuff. You too. Yeah, I, I wish I was. Yeah. I wish I was. Like to me, that's that's again, you know, age and and whatnot kind of dictate. But like, uh, I know that I'm. Everybody who knows me knows I'm Ravenclaw. It's like, yeah, yeah, you get lost in your own head, man. Uh, like you yeah. come up with all kinds of yeah. patterns for shit. And I think it's also yeah. would be age based. Like I could see in oh, my twenties, yeah. I would have been probably more like Slytherin or, or Gryffindor, something. yeah, or something like yeah. that. Now, clearly, like when I look at it, <laughs> like let's just take care of each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and I knew when, and this would be a spoiler alert, though, if you haven't read the books or whatnot. But when we were reading the books together, mm-hmm. me and Oli and. Cedric Diggory yeah. basically just turns around and gets zapped. Like yep. they're like, Kill the get spell. out of here! What? Ugh. I'm yep. like, that's totally. I always known as a kid. Whenever we read anything about <laughs> war and stuff, I'm like, I can't be in a war. I'm yeah. the one that they're gonna go. You know, hey, Greg, see if it's clear. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> and that's it. This is serious. I'm not Send Greg. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get. You know, right. I'm not gonna be jumping out. I'm not freaking Harry sure. Potter. No, dude. I'm yeah. the one that's like, I can't see quite right. I'm not quite fast you know like <laughs> i'm gonna draw like, right i'm gonna do the propaganda You're cannon fodder somewhere yeah. safe uh, sure yeah. <laughs> yeah but no, no, no but back to your podcast yeah, yeah. what i like yes. about it yeah. is because i'm a you know my wife always calls me a geek but even stuff i'm not interested in mm-hmm. i get interested because yeah. you guys go at it from a weird angle you know like the whole comic book stuff yeah the like, Fantastic Four is I'm grotesque not, America. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into comics, and even the one with the the first two episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. The comic book code authority. That. Yeah. And then just I'm like I don't give a fuck about comic books. Mm-hmm. I gave a fuck about those. Yeah. You know? And yeah. just the whole thing about where you know like I don't know which one it was where you talked about the colors for the good guys always wear primary colors. Oh and yeah. The bad guys. That was uh, the Fantastic Four. I think that was the Fantastic Four. Thing one, was yeah. orange. Yes. And, and so that makes him a little bit out of yeah. step with so the if rest you're of the a, well, was yeah. it a compound color, whatever the what's after primary? Oh secondary, secondary color. Yeah, uh, yeah secondary colors. Hulk? Uh Hulk is well, he is a loner, um, and he is very often an anti hero and he's green and he has purple okay. pants. So he's mixed. He's and... yeah, he's he's very much uh he's a hero of circumstance. Okay. And that's about it. And again, it shows how I mean, his anger is a sickness. Sure. So the green that he has is a sickness. The purple is, you know, he was a leader of men. He was very smart. Yep. And so it's that duality. And plus, those are complementary to each other. Got it. But now anybody who fights him, you'll notice they're even grosser green. Sure. Um, or they're orange. Whereas uh, <laughs> any good guys who try to stop him, they're all primary colored up. So, so it's if, fun. If this level of mm-hmm. uh, no, I love it. Dissecting it, yeah. sounds good. The yeah. stuff Listen that to... they go into, and especially oh, yeah. like yeah. it's just like yeah. I love it because you guys have it at such an other level, and and the way you're tying it into history, like mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just our, don't know enough of it. So well, I'm like, wow, I really don't know enough of anything. It's like, so yeah. fun because the my favorite episodes are like people are like, okay, which one should I listen to? I said, well, you know, obviously it depends on what mm-hmm. you like. Yeah. So first we go with that, but then they're like, well, which one? Which episode do you really like? And all of my favorite episodes are the ones where Ed teaches me stuff. Yeah. Where I'm the backup singer, and so I always tell people uh, the the. Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. um, the one where it's about the fighter. When you get up to rank uh, nine, yeah, a yeah, fighter, yeah, yeah. that's one of my favoriteest. Palace or the fortification, yeah. Or, yeah. And and I was like, oh, that's regionalism of the United States yeah. and the West and stuff like that. And I was like, and I even asked, I'm like, was he born in like the Midwest? And he's mm-hmm. like, interesting, you would ask that, yeah. you know. And so just like, mm-hmm. I really like that episode a lot. Um, his J.R.R. Tolkien and the World Wars yep. episodes, I think, are just. Probably our best episodes. Those are where he shines the most. 
Um, I think my shine the most might be the Fantastic Four one, mm-hmm. um, and also uh, the the pro wrestling one. But yeah. that's just because I'm a sucker for pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, it makes two of us. So yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that's our podcast. So a geek yes, history of time. To it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also am a producer and a co-creator and co-star of uh, Capital Punishment. Um, which is a pun tournament that happens every month. Uh, this uh, coming February 7th, we will be um, at Luna's at 8 o'clock. We're also going to be on KCRA 3 nice. on the 13th. Ah, they fill um, the at 8 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or no, at 7, I think, at 7 p.m. for a, a, a segment for a, a, a thing they call a word of mouth. So we're going to be featured on that. Nice. Um, we're also going to be at Sketchfest on the 20. 20- Second. In San Francisco? Yep, in San Francisco. Yep, it's our second year selling out there. Very cool. Um, We've sold out for the last, I want to say two years now. Okay. Um, And we're continuing to do so. We're booked out through June. I want to say like I've I'm putting the finishing touches on the April booking and then I'm going to start booking the May show and then the June show. How does it Um, work? Because I haven't been to. So, yeah. Yeah, um, How do do they. It's intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Um, And it's essentially it's um, eight mile meets pro wrestling (laughs) meets dad jokes. Yeah. Um, So uh, we kind of have a battle back and forth. So we have a wheel that we spin. And the whole okay. audience shouts, spin that wheel. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it comes up on a topic. And say it comes up on Harry Potter. Okay. And you and I have to battle back and forth using Harry Potter puns. <gasps> yeah. And you, yeah. you know, you'll huffle and you're puffle, but you, you're not going to blow my house down. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, I think oh. I could slither in a good pun there. And then we'll bounce back and okay. forth. You know, the, basically you get, you get a strike if you can't answer with a pun. Okay. You get a strike if you use a pun that's already been used. Okay. Or you get a strike if, uh, if you can't think of anything. Okay. Right. So, and then uh, the, what? Three strikes. Three strikes and you're and out. You're out All right. And it's best two out of three. Yep. Okay. Um, so we spin the wheel again, uh, and then you know whoever wins that one, we might have to go to a third round. And it's a tournament, so it's you know you two against each other, and let's yep. say that you win, and then and so you then go to take on the winner of the next round, and then you guys go against each other for the uh, the joy and the honor of fighting against myself and Daniel Humbarger, um, my co-producer co-creator of this show and we come out and we're the boss battle and uh it's totally yeah it's twice (laughs) as hard it's the two of us it's totally stacked against you you get three strikes we get six you have to knock us out (laughs) it's a boss battle yeah we've lost five times wow in the two three and a half years that we've been doing it wow five times one of them became our business manager nice (laughs) and then others we've brought back you know and and we did a show at the punchline a few months ago um yeah it's it's a lot of fun mark berg is the host he's an amazing referee and host on a local comic as well, and he's just perfect for the part. So we always get uh, local comics, uh, sometimes comics from farther away, and also uh, people who are not comics uh, ah. get to test their metal against everyone. And they're usually the ones that do the most, which is which is really a lot of fun. It took my wife to see one. What, oh, yeah? what month was it where you guys had the filming film crew? Oh, that was November. That was okay. the all-teacher edition. Yeah, that yeah. was the one I went to, and yeah. my wife was just sitting there like, because she is awful with puns, oh. and it drives me fucking nuts. Oh. And she's like, why did they say this? Why did they say that? And oh, like, well, fucking get on there. Yeah, bro. I was going to say, your wife should get on the she show. She should get on there. I've got an opening in May. Yeah. Oh, I will so, let her know. Yeah. But my thing is, like, you better, because she loves improv and stuff. Sure. So she's done a bunch of improv. Oh, God. But, improv people are great for that yeah. show, too. They really but it are. was just so funny, because like, I would feel like 
talons in my leg. <laughs> like, and then she would like whisper in my ear. I'm like, shut up. I can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So and she should be on it. But yeah. she was just like, shh. Oh, it was like it was like my kid bouncing around, and right. you know, it was like settle down. Just oh, I'm not bringing that. you out here. I love but. that. We also do a, a competition in the middle of the show quite often, mm-hmm. where um, the audience competes. We'll combine two <laughs> topics. Like uh, this last time was uh, desserts and serial killers. <laughs> so you have to come up with a, a dessert based on a serial Ooh. killer's name and, oh, and okay. pun that together. And the winner gets uh, one of our pins because we have pun pins. Oh. Um, and uh, otherwise we sell them and somebody came up with David Berkowitz it's nice it was so beautiful I loved it and we've done you know we've done uh, you know like uh, presidents and beers you know and stuff like that so it's just all kinds of we did Star Wars porn (laughs) so it was that was a pretty good one that's good yeah it's 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 a lot of fun and it's been going three and a half years it shows no sign of slowing down in fact it keeps getting bigger it's awesome Um, it's fantastic so that's February 7th is the next show. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Capital Puns, or Capital Punishment, uh, Capital with an O, um, and you'll you'll probably find us. You can also just find me, mm-hmm. uh, Duh Harmony, uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, um, and Damien Harmony on, on Facebook as well. So feel free to drop me a line, especially if you think you can be on the show. Uh, so tell your wife. If you've if you got the the pun capability, then you should absolutely come out and, and see if we can get you on it because it's a lot of fun. That's you should cool. talk to her first and test her out. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm sure you can fun. weed it out. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Know, and so. and I always encourage people come to a show first so you so you see mm-hmm. what you're getting into. But then like you know come come hit me up and and we'll see where you can fit you because yeah. I book them three four months out in advance so you got plenty of time to prep. Still have awesome. bruises on my fucking leg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's fun. Email us, thestandupdads at gmail.com. Subscribe. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, we drop every Sunday. And if you need artwork. Go to uh, pencilforhire.com. That's pencil, F-O-R, hire.com. I always... <laughs> no, you're doing good. And Pencil for Hire on Instagram, although I still need to update the website. <laughs> But that's what happens, man. You know, dad life, yo. If dad you want to see what yeah. his artwork looked like five years ago, uh, <laughs> that's why I always see the Instagram. The Instagram, I post more to it. Okay. You see more of on Hello? Instagram. You see more of what I like to draw on my own. Uh-huh. And on my website, you see more of like what I've done either for cartoons or Neat. like uh, pencil for hires a good rabbit hole. That's, that You'll fun. see my yeah. And then you better bring back cl- clumsy love soon, or I'm gonna start giving you shit. Yeah, I had a, I did a comic strip for like five years. Oh wow! That was based. It started. I was like me and my ex-wife and our cats, and okay. then we had my daughter, and and then basically life happened. You know, yeah. move for a job, and and then what really killed it was I tried to move to a different provider online uh. and lost all my posts. Oh no! And then I was furious, and I haven't gone back haven't gone to back doing yet. it. So but I want to put it back up. All the strips. You just I don't have, have all the strips. The, oh, yeah. Okay. So what I want to do is what I thought would be kind of cool is that when it started, it was, you know, a single couple Mm -hmm. with basically pets that were our kids. Right. Then we had a child and now it would be single dad, you know, Mm -hmm. when I started up again. It's like a more authentic version of for better, for worse. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for everybody. And my and the thing is, my daughter's old enough now that she loves reading the old ones because there's a ton of comics that are just like. Where she's like, is that re- real? And it's like, yeah. Like a, a lot of them were just us doing comics that right. were, you know, based on us. 
Yeah, I remember you would tell me like this just happened, and then like two days later, I'd see it on your strip. Oh, that's yeah. neat. Yeah, so she's so your got daughter can see like a chronicle of yeah, when. totally. Yeah, she can read. She'll that's read them. Uh, you know, I have some up in the house or whatever, and she likes to point them out to oh, people that's cool. or whatever. And where I envy you because you have a history of stuff that I would have forgotten because my kid did all sorts of funny, and stupid I forget, shit. Right. Yeah. But you can look back and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Because uh, she loves the one where it's like, you know, there's a couple of them where she, like, I basically said, you know, she's like, I love you, daddy. I'm like, I love you more. more. You know, I love yeah. you more. And she's like, I love mama more. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's not how it's supposed to go. <laughs> you know, and she's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the other one was, yeah, there's one I have up there. That's when we were playing Legos. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you need to take. You know, you know, take that out of your mouth or whatever. And she's like, I, you know, I am daddy. And she just leaves it there. I'm like, you still have to take it out. <laughs> you know, like, come on, you know. Yeah, oh, it's fun. There's I, so many of them. I used to play this game uh, for myself shortly after the divorce. And it was, uh, are the kids quoting a movie? Or are they saying stuff that their mom said about me? Yes. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. they just watched Zootopia. And and then my my son says, my mommy says that she wishes you were dead, and I was like, whoa, I'm pretty sure that's from Zootopia. <laughs> I'm like 75 percent sure that that's from Zootopia. <laughs> yes, we and talked so about that. I wish yeah. I could have drawn that shit. Yeah, that that's been rad. We, yeah, because that happened the other that happened earlier in oh, the year wow. where. I had told Oli about, you know, going into like a, you know, a talent show. Mm -hmm. Like, you should do this. And she's like, I wish you would be happy with the daughter you have and <laughs> not with it. And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, Damn. oh, my God. And I was like, I asked her mom, like, are you reading like self-help books? Like, what the heck? And then when we started listening to freaking Harry Potter uh -huh. uh, in the in the audible forum, yeah. it's a Dumbledore. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, oh, so I'm like, on the one hand, I told her really good that you kept yeah. this in your back pocket right. from me reading it to you like months ago. Yeah. The other hand, now I know where it's at. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, that's cool. That's way different. Yeah. <laughs> but it freaked me out. I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, yeah. My daughter said she wished she was an orphan at one point. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Where'd so that come awesome. from? Harry Potter. Fuck. See, there you go. And Dang I was like, it. God damn. And like, but I'm like talking her mom down from like, your daughter's not trying to kill you. Yeah. Like, you know. And we're, she doesn't you know, understand what an orphan really is. Right. You know, and, <laughs> and like, so like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, she probably got that from Harry Potter. Yeah. So my kids call each other stupid because of peanuts. Oh, because yeah. Because the cartoons Block were like in yeah. the 60s, so <laughs> kids were way shittier. So, yeah, it's... it's <laughs> so, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I I so approve of old peanuts. I love those. <laughs> I, I have one up on the wall that's oh, the first one uh -huh. that my brother gave me. They made a toy of like the very first Charlie Brown. They have the yeah. strip there. Yeah, yeah. And the first, very first strip uh -huh. sets the whole thing. And it's he's walking and someone goes, oh, they're... Here comes good old Charlie Brown. I remember this. And he's like, "There goes good old Charlie Brown." And the last panel's how I hate him. Yep. Like it's like yep. dang, and that's like red. yeah. Like I love. Have that. you been to the Schultz Museum? Yes. I took my kids to that, oh. and and because we're redheads, we can get in in February for free. Really? That's so awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. We'll yes. probably go back. It is the best. The Schultz Museum. It's awesome. It's yeah. so low key. I'm yeah. not a Schultz guy. And, and me either. Sadly. I'm not a train guy either, but my yeah. son's into trains. So. Okay. Yeah. But like we went there and he was beside himself with how overjoyed he was at looking at all the Charlie. Like in nice. the bathroom, there's Charlie Brown strips and yeah. he's just like yelling and celebrating and like, cool. I'm like dude, yeah. keep it in the urinal. Keep it in the urinal. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, it was so, it was so cool. So the, the that thing that, me, I got to tell him. Yeah, that blew my back. mind of there was uh -huh. the way, because I've always liked, I've always loved peanuts, uh -huh. but I didn't love 
from when I was a kid onward, and it right. went 50 years. Right. And what I realized is when they put out the, they switch out 100 pieces of original art like mm-hmm. every couple months. Mm-hmm. I realized as I was reading them, I'm like, it's insane that even though I didn't like the art style as much later, sure. yeah. he was still funny. Like sure. there's yeah. somewhere I was getting laughs, and I'm like, 50 years later? Like yeah. that's insane that you could create like mm-hmm. that many characters and be able to, like, you know, Still be funny that's beyond the a ten year period. That's you know? the difference between Reggie Jackson and Will Clark. Like yeah. Reggie Jackson would swing for the fences, led the league in strikeouts, like still mm-hmm. has the record. Will Clark never gonna get into the Hall of Fame, but dude could get on base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think Charles Schultz always got on base. Yeah. He never hit more than a double. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he really didn't. You know, like Gary Larson, that's oh, yeah. your in, in the park, you know, home run guy. But, you know, and then there's some other people where it's like, that's a home run. And then you have like months and months of strikeouts. Did Larson, I know he's got a site up now. He's coming back. Yeah. uh, The site's up now. Is it? Is he putting out new stuff on there or is it just old stuff? I don't mind even if it's old. I I will buy the app if he makes an app because that's the perfect site website. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. See, what I would say is with Schultz, though, Uh I do feel like he has that home run area, but but it's a... It's a period that you don't see as much. Uh, it's maybe like 1958, 59 through 68, 69. All the stuff that we take for granted because they made all those specials right, and all that. Right, right. Like he got stuff put into the, you know, like security blanket right. is him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those old strips are, are hilarious. He integrated school. Too. Yeah, yeah, because he brought in Franklin, oh. yeah. and he was, and the first time Franklin and Linus talk is about uh, Franklin's dad being in Vietnam, Whoa. straight up, and and then like Southern papers said, could you just not put Franklin in school with everyone? And he's like, yeah. nah, no, I'm gonna do what I want, because um, they were segregated. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. so he 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 did that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And the whole reason why there's some like really kind of jacked up racial stuff uh, with Franklin in the cartoons is because he didn't have full creative control mm-hmm. over that. Uh. And so they had Snoopy's soul brother handshake with him, and uh. they had Franklin sitting on his own side at Thanksgiving uh. Uh, and stuff like that. That's I didn't, he didn't notice have full that. Control. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Makes me think of Mr. Rogers uh, washing his feet in the kitty Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, oh, God dang. That's... Yeah, all these things like, fuck yeah. you. What are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. Which I love that. Yeah. I mean, Smothers I do admire. Too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So, but I know what you mean about the the, uh-huh. uh, the home run of certain strips. That, yeah. And for me, they most of those ones have a 10-year period where then they, 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 they stop. Time out. And that's yeah. Farside and Calvin and Hobbes yep. are both ones You're where right. they're just like, bam, out the gate amazing and then they just were like i'm done you you're know? right like they you're just, right they're they're jim brown they're like yeah I, i'm 28 i'm done I'm you know? yeah I, I, was, I, I was just thinking yeah. baseball i was like oh yeah. they're sandy koufax yeah whereas yeah. uh this guy is cy young yeah you're, you know yeah. schultz is is cy young schultz is like yeah the one yeah. that's like you you're never gonna touch that like right no one can you live that long can you start that early can right. you, see that far? you know yeah. Like, yeah. The, the odds of it is never but oh, yeah. to hit something like that where you're that good that long yeah. is you know doonesbury <laughs> is probably the next closest where yeah you have and he's only hitting doubles too like yeah most of the time like most he'll get it to the, the warning track sometimes yes. he'll hit harder yeah but it's yeah. not the same as, you're right as far side or uh the Dewsbury guy didn't do Bloom County, did he? No, no, no someone guy. else. That's Burke okay. breathed. Yeah, okay. Similar yeah. style though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dunes County did Opus though, didn't he? Yeah, and that yeah. was one where I felt like he had, for me, more of a five-year period that was just out mm-hmm. of the, yeah. out of the world. Like I was so into it. Like yeah. when Build a Cat first or yep. came out and uh, Opus, all that stuff. But then you know, it, it it was it wasn't as 
he didn't sustain it the same. And as part of it's, it's tied guys. to timeliness and, and yeah. the zeitgeist of the time, whereas Charles Schultz, yeah. he was able to, yeah, you're absolutely, I, that's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, to to put it in terms that you'd understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, let's it, tell you. Uh, so it, <laughs> so we're talking like the difference between John Cena or Hulk Hogan uh, versus like uh, Vern Gagne. Oh, yeah. Vern Gagne, 20, 30 years. Yeah. You know, uh, Luthez. Guy that yeah. Was, yeah. Luthez would be a great example. That's that's Got your it. Charles Schultz. Uh, whereas like these other guys we're talking about, that's that's Stone Cold Steve Austin or uh, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, the king yeah. of that. Although era. Vern kind of. Led to the well, I don't know. He was part of the downfall of AWA. Anyway. Oh, he absolutely was. So <laughs> I mean, it's, but he also had a really long. He did career. Same thing with Luthez. Yeah, you know, he had a very very long career. You know, yeah. and and was excellent all the way through. Doesn't mean they were good bookers. Yeah, but but you know they're excellent wrestlers I all the way son, through. Greg Gagne and couldn't pronounce yep. suplex. Souple. No, it was always souflex. Souflex. Oh, that's right. Souflex. Because then the other guys called it a souple. Yeah. Oh, and nice. and that's back when coming off the top rope was illegal. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was just all kinds of fun stuff with know. that. Yeah. So now Mike's like, what? Yeah. Now yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, I, I brought the know. two worlds together. Yeah. Like, but it worked because I could see the lights going in his eye. Oh, and yeah. then I'm going, what the hell's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. And I prefer the older ones. But anyway, <laughs> fuck, we were in plugs. Uh, get my side project. <laughs> Gag on All this, this. can get edited out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it in. Okay, no, I like ahead. it. This yeah. will be a nerd fest. This better not get edited every out. Time this I is like my nerd... favorite parts. Yeah, yeah. Every, we're talking. Every, every time I put nerd fest in the uh, title, it was yeah. get more downloads. Oh, so. nice. Nice. Uh, I think we've had three of those, but so. anyway, but this is a topic that I think should be downloaded anyway. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but gag on this podcast, which you will be on in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, the 22nd? Looking at my calendar. Second? 22nd? Am yeah. I doing it? No, it's 29th. 29th? Okay. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's the 15th. I think, it's, no, I've I think got we, writing up there. Yeah, I think we were, I don't know, but yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, you'll hear uh, Damien on gag on this in cool. a, couple, a few weeks. And I'll, I'll plug a geek history of time and the capital punishment on that as well. <laughs> you definitely should. So. We record every Wednesday at 5.30 at Blacktop Comedy Club up in Rockland. Mm-hmm. We have a open... Jesus fucking Christ. Let me start over from scratch. Sure. All I so, know is I really have to pee and I'm like, please so just finish it. <laughs> I'm wearing my dark pants. I peed like four times. Now I wish I had the t- the diaper. From the other, you know? We record every Wednesday at 5:30 at Blacktop Comedy Club up in Rockland. We interview local comics, have a great time doing it, and uh, there's an open mic right afterwards. And our guests get to be on the uh, first five, or I think the first one, if you want, on the open mic. Oh, nice! Ooh. If you're up for it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's new. You've never said perks. that before. We just started that actually. Uh, that's I'll take smart. the mic. Time. Hell yeah! Yeah. 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 And Especially because everybody runs and signs up, and then oh, you yeah. get to be like, yeah. yeah. It was kind of kind of annoying because uh, depending on who was running the show, I'm not naming names, but the order wasn't always followed. Yeah. Which kind of bugged me because it's yeah it's, it's, it's like it's, how come that guy went first even though he just walked in and he got 10 minutes uh-huh i'm down mm, to four yeah that's kind of i don't know that's because you're hufflepuff man we're I like am. fair that's what it is well, it's because i'm a shitty comedian that's <laughs> yeah. why i was gonna say do what uh what my partner daniel says uh daniel humbarger and yeah. johnny taylor both say become undeniable and then they can't deny you yeah oh. unfortunately we're at the deniable phase still. i'm very yeah. deniable yep uh, <laughs> but, uh the gag on this has a sponsor bag of dicks 
there's a link I'll put in the show notes. And uh, if you click that link and put in the code gag on podcast, you get 20% off your order of bag of dicks. <laughs> Send someone a bag, bag of, dicks of dicks and tell them eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Love it. And I will have show notes, uh, links in the show notes about um, support groups for uh, anyone that lost a child mm-hmm. uh, through miscarriage or for, you know, just losing a child in general. Mm-hmm. I know Marcia Dimes is one of them on there. Um, there's a handful. Uh, they will be on there. And, you know, I didn't get into what to do um, afterwards because, one, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And, two, it's just the most important thing is that you actually treat it, mm-hmm. you know, get talk to somebody. You did the right thing by yeah. getting through counseling. You know, and I think overall you came out way better off. I still see a counselor today. Yeah. Like that's that's next Friday for me. Yeah. So. So, but definitely this isn't something, because I know a lot of dads just take it on themselves. Yep. Like I can just, this is just my job. I just yeah. got to deal mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. No. You're not doing anyone any favors. You're yeah. going to be an asshole to your wife and kids if you have both, you know, and just. It'll find its way out of you. Yeah. So you might as well channel it. I'm learning that. I used so. to I used to never cry in front of Olivia, mm-hmm. and it came to the point where she made a point to tell yeah. her her mom that, wow. and then I had to make myself cry. So yeah, she pulling and then, those hairs, and then for a while it was like I've seen it one time, and then for some reason I don't know a year or two ago it something clicked, and now I can't yeah. stop it. Like any right. movie, I'm ah, you know. Oh, I I do that all the time. Yeah, now like it happens. Episode seven of Star Wars when Kylo Ren kills Han Solo and mm-hmm. Han touches him. My kids just look at me because they know I'm crying already. My kid makes fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll see, like, I'll, something will Any dad stuff will get me. Uh Yeah. Any dad stuff. Like, uh, Coco, that movie. Yeah. All that go. Well, yeah. Coco, because the Coco reminded me of my mom. Oh, so I'm like, fuck. (laughs) That one got me. God, I'm trying to think. There's so many. We should make a list Um, of that. Yeah. All the movies that. Hamilton. I that, saw oh, recently. Jesus. See that? Dang my, my, it. I would listen to the podcast. My daughter would see me just sobbing in the kitchen. Yeah, and yeah, because I remember I went to see it because he loses his fucking son. Yeah, so Aww. I'm like, I'm just, I have to tell her that it's because I'm sad. But and it's his son following his fucked up advice. Yep. Aww. And that just to me, I'm like, and I understand Aww. where he was coming from. And yep. you know, when he says, "Just come and see me after." Yep. And you're like, oh yeah, I was sobbing in the fucking yeah. theater, and my wife's laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she was also, but yeah. See, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see oh, that movie. I, the, the, I the didn't want to go see it because I thought it was overrated and overpriced, which it is overpriced, but it's definitely not overrated. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah, I don't feel like any of those ones are overpriced with how what they got to do. It's just, it's just, it's hard. Like I had to wait for the lotteries. I love right. those yeah. freaking lotteries. It's sure. the only way for oh. the pe- regular. Well, the tickets are like a couple hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. That's and that's kind of how they are. Yeah. I'm like, come on. I mean, fucking, I should at least take home like a hand bone from Hamilton after that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. See, uh, I see what they put into it. Like, I I don't know. Some of it, like. Yeah, but they passed the profit margin a long time ago. Yes. They're way Oh, for them. Okay. Well, that's why they have the lotteries there. That's why you're able to go see it if you can get it, but. Anyway, well, thank you, Damien. I know that was not yeah. an easy thing to talk about, but I think oh. a lot of people will benefit from it. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, thank you for being on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. So we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye. <laughs>